0: Do you know, in 1985, Jason Alexander did a McDonald's commercial. And the, his character in that is actually more likable than Bob Patterson. <laughs> <laughs>
1: welcome to Bottle welcome Episodes. To bottle Episodes. <laughs> Car.
0: Hello. Welcome to Bottle Episodes. I'm Daniel Crow. I'm David Piccolomini. And We've this- got
2: a guest. Gus Tate. Hello. Nice to be here. Thank you for having me.
1: <laughs> uh, so welcome to Bottle Episodes. This is the podcast where we watch a bad TV show and then we watch the first episode, uh, the pilot, and then the top rated episode on IMDb to see if it got any better. And this week we're doing Jason Alexander's post-Seinfeld breakout,
0: uh, Bob Patterson. Breakout is an un- like, like a set of hives breakout? Yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> yeah, he broke out in hives after yeah. this in the industry. <laughs>
1: no, he, he got another one after this pretty quickly 2004 listen up
0: yeah not as a result of this
1: though. no no it's all Seinfeld. you're still writing
0: goodwill from seinfeld
1: and just from being jason alexander jason alexander was like i feel like out of all the seinfeld people he was the most established before
0: yeah i just mm. talked about the mcdonald's commercial he did <laughs> people had- pretty
1: woman or was that that after? was during seinfeld that was during seinfeld yeah. okay never mind maybe he wasn't that established
0: i have no idea actually he I mean, it is funny though, because he just looks uh, it, it what if you look it up now, and you're like, "Whoa, four Tony Awards prior to Seinfeld?
1: I mean, that's possible though. Yeah. that would be
0: a oh, pretty woman is ninety,
1: and it he star- Seinfeld started in eighty nine, yeah, that's what I was saying it was during Seinfeld, yeah, but, like, barely. That wasn't like
0: Jason Alexander being famous. Listen, I win this argument on a technicality, and I will not back down perfect. This is the way to start a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> this is about as many jokes as Bob Patterson started with. You know, it has a joke that I actually really liked. Oh, oh okay. One? Uh, when he meets his new secretary and she's in a wheelchair and, he's, and she says, oh, sorry, I'm still getting used to the wheelchair. I've only been in it six months. And he goes, do you mind if I asked what happened? And she goes, oh, it's fine. I lost the use of my legs. <laughs> that like was a that good joke. joke. That was a good joke. Yeah, yeah. It was a good
2: joke. That was a good joke. I thought you were going to say when uh, he sees her wheel in and uh, he goes, oh, no, this isn't going to work. Oh,
0: no, I got very uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, that, that joke was, so that bad. Joke was rough.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, he, uh, before he had been in a bunch of random stuff. He had been in like one TV series and stuff. He was the probably the most established of that. Oh, an old ER series. Nothing to do with the original. Huh. Yeah.
0: Uh, so that one is just about suffixes or
1: <laughs> er. <laughs> uh bob patterson jason alexander is a uh he he's a
2: self-help he's the third most successful self-help guru a joke which i'm sure they
0: thought was a lot funnier than it was in the writer's room mm, yeah
2: well he talks about in that interview in that like big long american film institute interview in his seven minutes about bob patterson he's like it had a great premise like i was in love with it it was pitched to him by somebody that had worked on Star Trek and he was like a self-help guru that can't help himself like I loved it
1: I mean it isn't it isn't a bad yeah like that that is a very normal I can like,
0: see how
2: it could have been a an amazing show
0: well I, I I will say I don't think it's anywhere near as bad as its reputation would suggest it has six on Rotten Tomatoes Wow. What do you mean like Like six percent six percent
2: yeah it's not a zero it's not a six percent
1: no not even a little bit this is i mean it is it's a little standard if not like i'm trying to think of what makes it stand out as boring
0: this is a 45 percent on rotten tomatoes that's what this is yeah there's a lot of
1: there's a lot of that weird like i think people are trying to like because seinfeld was so edgy for the time Mm -hmm. they want to give people these edgy plots but it was so anchored in Larry David being a very good curmudgeon to, like, anchor those unlikable plots. Yeah,
0: yeah.
2: and Jerry Seinfeld being likable. But I don't think this had a Jerry—this didn't have a likable— And is Jerry no, Seinfeld yeah, Jerry.
1: super likable? Is that, like— I think so. I mean— Compared to the side characters. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's fair. But he's,
2: like—he's almost bland in the show. He seems bland now, but I think he was, like—I think at the time he anchored it. And Elaine was likable. And Kramer was likable in his own
1: way.
0: So everyone but Jason Alexander (laughs) was likable.
1: Yeah. But also they're all what I mean by that is they're all likable, but they're all selfish, bad people who are mean and like turn on each other at a moment's notice,
2: will sell each other out for like a convenience. Yeah. I also think there's like shows from a lot of shows from this era were just bad. And we have to like remember that as we look at this, like this maybe was particularly bad. But when you start watching it and you're like, you know, there's the laugh track and there's the like uh, like 90s references and stuff. It's tempting to be just like, ugh. There's a real pre 9 11 sense of complacency yeah. in this show. Yeah. Didn't it come out like October 2001?
1: October. Uh-oh. No. Uh, yeah. October 2nd. Oh, yeah. No. Yeah. 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 America was not ready to laugh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what was also really funny. Yeah. That was maybe the, the, the reviews were like, at a time
2: like this, Jason <laughs> Alexander, come on. That's yeah. what you want to do. <laughs> right um but uh people were probably this is probably a 45 percent show graded on a nine eleven curve yeah, uh, yeah. the f- the first joke like after as they're watching you know the promo with john tesh and stuff and he's like uh the, the, his manager is like well they got tricks like the matrix like the matrix you know they're clearly like trying to call out pop references and he's like i, d- I don't want to look like i'm jumping over him i just want to look like i'm not giving him a Lewinsky hilarious yeah yep. which is just like what because you're short and he's tall so you're like at blowjob height or something yeah i mean that's that's a fairly standard joke <laughs> you, I, you, I don't know
1: i, I don't mean know. that joke feels old now especially as uh like you gotta remember even in 2001 Lewinsky jokes were flying yeah that's that was that was still like 90s comedians weren't updating their act
0: uh right. <laughs> yeah. you know what is weird about that matrix part though because he says he won john tesh is too tall compared to him in this video And then they're like, oh, they'll just do Matrix computer stuff to make it look fine. That's clearly a setup for later on. You need to see the video and it looks terrible with like bad special effects. But Mm. that just doesn't happen. Yeah,
2: they don't do anything.
0: Yeah, he just well, John Tesh shows
1: up. John Tesh shows up to look at it, and then they, they, don't they watch like it. the
0: video. But we don't see it, right? We need to see some of the video where John Tesh is like, "I didn't remember you being that tall, or something." Mm, and yeah. then we just see a poorly CG tall Jason Alexander. It's Jason
1: Alexander with like like paint, like MS yeah. Paint style, like pant legs all the yeah. way up.
2: Yeah, it's also I noticed. Uh, like, and I'm sure this is the case with a lot of shows, how big the sets were. Like so you're going to say office. how big
0: Jason Alexander, not looking well, too good, Jason. <laughs>
2: no, 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 no. I mean, just how big the sets are and how they have to like sort of stage themselves in unnatural ways that they never do anymore. Like characters have to be like, now wait a minute, you know, and like get and on the couch. direct over to, and it, like you can feel the blocking on it. Yeah. And uh, his apartment is huge. Uh, the office is huge. They all have to, like, like when something happens in the break room. Oh, yeah, they th- when they throw something at a handicapped lady, and they all have to, like, the- in the most contrived of, you know, like, oh, let's see if she's anchoring herself on the sink. Should I throw something at her? No. And then, like, he <laughs> thro- just <laughs> chucks a mug.
0: Things are thrown at disabled people in both of the episodes we watched. <laughs> oh, really? Uh, yes.
2: That's funny. In the Pussycat Dolls?
0: No, oh, no, no. In the other episode of this. Oh, really? Awards Bob.
2: Oh, wait, no. Maybe that's what I was referencing.
0: No, 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 no. You are right. They throw oh, a baseball. At... Oh yeah, yeah, they throw yeah. a baseball at the. Yep, uh, we'll wow. we'll talk about it. Yeah, but yeah. it's that's funny. that's just a that's a trademark of this show. Yeah. Things thrown at the disabled. <laughs> yeah, right. Jason
1: Alexander Lowe's beating up the disabled, which is funny because legally he's too short. Yeah, <laughs> Hey um... actually what is he like five four? Well, oh. next to John Tesh. <laughs> I wonder, yeah, how tall is Jason Alexander? Does anybody have any idea? Uh, five,
2: five. Great. we Three foot two. <laughs> um, but yeah, like, we, you know, when that happens, and then they they all have to, like, gather on one corner of the office as if they were in a different room, but they're not. They're just right there. Yeah. Just
1: pretending like they're somewhere else.
2: Yeah. And also how you never see anyone's close-up facial reaction. Maybe that's just how shows were back then, but, like, now in TV shows, you know, like, you get to see characters be like, hmm... And like, uh, and there's no, there's just big, huge group shots and like large gesticulations. Well, I think it, it's like a theater. I'm show. thankful for the lack of close up on Jason Alexander's <laughs> <laughs> face well, for what it's worth. Well, yeah. Uh,
1: well, I guess it's weird. Like, because I think you're just describing the difference. We don't like a multicam and a single cam. Uh, yeah, I, I guess I am. <laughs> Cause you're like, they do all these play things. I'm like, Oh, in front of an audience. Yeah. Right. Yeah. The whole like, well, and I feel like modern multicams still do a lot of that stuff. Mm. But I guess it, you we don't. Uh, it's kind of fallen out of favor for the most part, and there's still, I guess, shot. But like, how does this show compare to like The Big Bang Theory in terms of like pay, like in terms I've of luck?
0: Exactly the same. Watching it, yeah,
1: right. But that's kind of my point. Yeah, and I guess that's the difference between. I wonder if that's the difference between like a bad show that's successful and a bad show that's unsuccessful. Is like,
0: uh, just how much the audience likes the characters? Yeah, it's unclear yeah. to me why this lasted 5 episodes and the big bang theory lasted 500. 911 mm. mostly. I'm going to take a wild
1: it was funny though cuz Yeah, the uh, big bang theory did address it better. Mm. <laughs> you remember the big bang theory's 911 episode, yeah. 2 Towers Minus 3? I don't I don't know what that meant Yeah, I don't either. I was trying to do a math joke, but I'm not as smart as the writers of the big bang theory. <laughs> uh so the thing with the uh the pilot or like the whole Think of it yeah it's just they're not likable and like he's not trying to play a likable character
0: at all he's like pretty shitty
2: yeah
1: he's actively like he's got an ex-wife that he i think that's the thing.
0: they want the, the audience the executives think the audience relate to him because they think the audience also hates their wife uh, they're banking on that maybe yeah i feel like this is sort of like how uh after
2: like pulp fiction everybody tried to make action movies about like hit men that sort of banter with each other. They're funny and likable, even though they're killers, you know, mm-hmm. but they just didn't. So they came out with all these shows where we're like, you know, bam. And then like, Hey, wasn't that fun, you know? And it just didn't have the heart that Pulp Fiction had somehow. Yeah. To, yeah to well,
1: Pulp X-Men. Fiction is like, it's all the time trial. Like they're doing like all the multiple timelines and all this other great. Yeah. Like, Pulp Fiction is like, yeah, it is that weird thing of like, that's what they took. It's kind of like how the Barbie movie got successful this year. And mm-hmm. everybody was just like, oh let's make more Mattel movies
2: oh like more toy movies yeah, yeah. they're like that's obviously speak and yeah, spell is happened. the future <laughs> but I feel like a similar thing is happening here with this and Seinfeld where they were like oh that was a show about assholes that everyone loved like let's like let's let this guy be an asshole and yeah Jason it, Alexander or Robert Klein
1: although Robert Klein is a very funny stand-up comedian yeah, and generally I've good actor
2: that. yeah but he was oh can, wait can we talk about uh how he had to fuck the old lady. Well, in let's save let's oh, it for no, uh, spoilers. no spoilers. This is just
0: talking about his uh, day-to-day life. This is something that happened to him. <laughs> that he had to do to get ahead in the I didn't realize industry. we were on a structured... Uh, well, oh, I guess, yeah. let's talk yeah. about the pilot. Okay, like, sure.
1: Because like, like, this one does have, uh, unlike the Pussycat Dolls, this one has narrative structure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, So let's like, so Bob, he can't, he's stuck in a rut. Nobody can, he can't get out of it. He's doing, uh, he's just kind of like existing as this guy. And he's like, you need to get your
0: new book out. So you got to write like 25 Mm -hmm. pages. They need to write a speech. Or speech, right. For this big talk he's doing at a convention center. Where he's going to lie on a bed of nails. Well, no, that comes later in the episode. One of the guys that works for him is like, you need a gimmick. Everybody's doing gimmicks. Mm. He's like, okay, I'll do a gimmick. So he's writing a speech about a gimmick. Well, actually, the first thing in the episode is the video with John Tesh. Yeah,
2: mm. yeah. Something I thought was confusing is how the, that's what he's trying to do throughout the whole episode is to write, and everyone keeps interrupting him. Like he can't get any work done because, you know, uh, John Tesh is there, and the uh, water lady's trying to hot show water him, lady hot water lady's trying to show him naked pictures of herself, and he's like, ah, I don't want to see these. Which is weird, because he was the one, he crossed over just to see that, and then he tries to pawn it off on John Tesh, like, ugh, that was weird. I expected her
0: to be back in the other episode. Yeah, yeah. At least she was a one-episode character.
2: Maybe. But uh, anyway, the whole point of the thing is he's trying to write this thing, and he can't get anything done. He's stuck on the first sentence. And then there's this weird cut where... Uh, the Robert Klein comes in and he picks up the thing and reads it. And it's like, this is the best thing you've ever written since. And it's like, wait, what did he He never write? wrote it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> when did he like, they, there was no, like, and then time passed. Just somehow he managed to write. He like, just shot 25 pages out of his asshole. <laughs> yeah. That was very confusing. It's also like a 25
1: page speech. It is like, yeah, he really like goes for it. And it like, like, that's like the whole idea is he's doing like an hour long presentation, I guess. Yeah.
0: With a new speech? That's is that how motivational speakers work? Well, if everyone in that audience has already been motivated by him before. Mm. Gotta have a new it's like stand-up. Yeah.
1: You can't
2: do the same hits of motivation. You gotta Yeah. He uh that, that was when he realized that he needed his wife, his ex-wife, back in his life because she inspired him to write well, whatever it was.
1: Yeah, so we've we've skipped uh Oh, oh sorry. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's fine. Uh, this is it's it, it all blends together, really. So Bob Patterson He's trying to, he's trying to get past his ex-wife who's mm. left him for good. Mm. She's not there anymore. She's gone off to like Morocco or somewhere to like get fucked for nine months, mm. which is like what, like a weirdly common. Yeah. Like the wife leaves because she's so sexually frustrated that she goes somewhere else
2: to just like have yeah. crazy amounts of sex. Wasn't that from uh, the movie? Uh, ah, damn, what's the movie with uh, Jason Siegel and he goes to Hawaii? Forgetting Sarah Forgetting Marshall. Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Yeah.
0: It's also It just keeps happening to Jasons.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: It happens in Brockmire. Not a Jason.
2: No, not a Jason. Happens to Jason Bourne. I think he's a actually Jay. He's like Jay Richard Greenspan or something. Oh my god. Jason Alexander's real name is Jay something, Jay Allen Greenspan, and then somehow like he wanted like a more le, like a less chewy. He didn't name. want to be Jay Greenspan? Yeah, and he he somehow got Jason Alexander out of it. I can not I don't remember that. Anyway, he's he's not a jason he's a j that's why like when you see interviews
0: from other jasons
2: (laughs) yeah like when when you you see um uh julia louis dreyfus talk about him in interviews she'll be like jay like we love jay it's not just a shortening of jason interesting fun fact i didn't know that yep wow anyway if you have enough money you can
1: find out jason alexander's real name that's what i've learned about julia louis dreyfus
0: (laughs) it's not that they're friends what if yeah what if he's like Rumplestiltskin, and if you call him by his real name, he loses all of his acting powers or something? <laughs>
1: yeah, maybe. Uh, so he's yeah, he's like trying to flirt with this water girl, and he's like, you gotta, you gotta get back out there, you gotta start fucking again. All these shows, I will say, it's it's a pretty horny show. For mm.
0: I think a lot of the shows we watch are horny because they're written by. Um, like 50-year-old tv writers that have recently uh started suffering from erectile dysfunction <laughs> and are all pent mm-hmm. up and are now putting yeah. it on the page.
2: Yeah, I like the trope of the uh the hot chick who doesn't who has no idea of how much sexuality she's putting out. Like she doesn't realize that it's weird to be to have like naked polaroids of herself which
1: is crazy because like yeah it's just i i i've i'm friends with some hot women and they are all pretty aware of it they're, yeah. they're not aware of all the benefits they get yeah they are aware that men are constantly trying to fuck them yeah
2: i've never met a person who is like unaware of this in the way that uh, appears in these things like like uh uh like the foreign exchange student in uh what am i thinking of oh, american yeah an american Pie like doesn't anyway i feel like that's not like... another teen movie or well, that's an, a parody that's, of American Pie That's yeah. what I was thinking of actually so. <laughs> That's a great movie I love that
0: movie Not Another Teen Movie yeah. American Pie Not Another Teen Movie I've okay. actually never seen American Pie Me neither Have you seen Not Another Teen Movie? Yeah Well then you get the gist Yeah But not the jizz <laughs> 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 I'm over here trying to make a classy podcast dude. <laughs> Then uh, why do we pick
1: Bob Patterson? I didn't pick Bob Patterson I picked Bob Patterson uh <laughs> what are you gonna do about it, fucks? Yeah. Yeah, because I feel like you could be quietly menacing pretty quickly. So. Oh yeah?
0: You do have an NPR voice. Has anyone ever told oh, you? Oh, no. But uh I like you, that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. But I feel like if you just like we're doing like real mean cursing stuff, I'd be like, mm. all right, Gus is in control of
2: the podcast now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what if I took this over? You fucks. <laughs> yeah. I actually want to talk about uh yeah, I don't know. Water girl only. <laughs> Water girl. Oh yeah. What was her name? Maria. Maria, yep. the water. oh i like that uh you know he sees her and uh, he's looking at her and robert klein is like it's like hey maria could unblock or could uh could remove your blockage or something yeah and he's like uh he's like oh yeah i actually uh, did like that they made
1: jason alexander like actually be able to like do the
2: basic level of flirting right
0: only after he
2: like oh he fumbles it confidence yeah. yeah he goes water 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 or something that was weird it's like okay, here's a, here. Watch this. I'll actually try. <laughs> yeah, and then yeah,
1: he seduces her to go have dinner with her, and then he gets home and his ex wife is there hanging mm, out.
2: Yep, just like forgetting Sarah Marshall. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jennifer Aspen's there getting fucked by Russell Brand. Uh, yeah, she's back, and then she says that um, she's learned so much, and now she wants to be celibate with him, and he's like, ugh well you know he says something like why do why do i what do i get out of this yeah what do i get out of this you get to fuck this guy named paolo and then i come back and get the oh right, she says in my heart i was with paolo but mentally i'm it's with you. you yeah and he's like oh that's the part i get or something <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> dumb brain um oh they also at this point try and have him uh
1: fuck or they're like why don't you head on your secretary then that's a classic I don't remember that one you don't remember when uh, he tries to get uh, yeah he gets Bob to try and hit on his secretary
2: the wheelchair lady yeah I don't remember that no I think oh, was, that might have been a different oh episode.
1: no 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 no. what happens is he goes nah it's why because she's disabled it's like no because she's black that wasn't oh. about
0: hitting on her yeah I think that was just she comes in and he sees He's the like new they secretary. don't like me yeah no he sees the new secretary and he's like oh no Yeah. Uh, It has nothing to do with hitting on her. I thought he was hitting on her. I thought it was, oh, okay. No, that joke's just racist.
2: Yeah. That was so incredibly uncomfortable. Yeah. When he was like, he's like, this isn't going (laughs) to work because she's in a wheelchair. (laughs) No, because she's black. And then it's like, how, where could this possibly go? That
1: does feel like a joke. And it doesn't go
2: anywhere good. Well, no, he, I mean, it's not what you. Think immediately. He's like because black people don't like me for whatever contrived reason he
0: has. Because of the you know all the slurs he keeps throwing <laughs> their way. Well,
2: it's not. It's not because I don't like black people. They, they're like they don't like me. But that's so weird to. That's even... such a classic. Like it's it, it's
1: also it's a joke I would have written at twenty one to be like you guys think it's about disability, but actually it's
2: about race. Yeah. See, that's the twist. I don't think it even got a laugh in the thing. Like that's not where they put the laugh. No. No, that was a that was a dead studio audience. Yeah. Yeah, because everybody
1: went, we like George Costanza. Is he racist? Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. It, it's also weird to remember with the live studio audience that they don't always laugh when you're su- they're supposed to laugh. So sometimes they'll like cut. There'll be a big laugh. And then somebody will say one more thing and nobody laughs. And then they just cut and move on. <laughs> it's like you couldn't have edited that.
0: No. You I needed it not. for
1: time. Yeah. Uh, So then, yeah, his wife is like, uh, by the way, also, yeah, since I'm celibate now. We're just gonna hang out and live together, and he's like, "Nope, kick you out. You're the worst. I hate you."
2: Hmm. Then he writes 25 pages for no reason immediately because she comes back to the office to try to talk to him, and he's like, "Ah." And then, and then there's John Tesh also comes to the office to try to r- talk to him, right? And then, and then he finds out that that's the best he's ever done, the best writing he's ever done, and then he has this realization, like, "Oh, I need her in my life because her challenge, her challenges inspire me to." write good motivating
0: speeches. Or so something. just stay friends. You don't have to be married to her. Right. Yeah. But, there's uh, a
1: million like ways to do that where where it's not like, oh, now I have to live with my wife.
0: Yeah.
2: My ex wife who abandoned me. I do like that idea as like a jumping off point though that like that's what a motivational speaker needs is adversity. Because he has to like live his own uh mantras and stuff. I think that could have been interesting. Yeah, well uh, it's like how like famous People who got famous super young often stay religious
1: Hmm. because they've just never they've been like, well, it works. I Mm. believe in God and I got everything I've ever wanted. Uh, So why would I ever do a different system? Yeah. And in fact, anytime it's not doing that. Yeah. (laughs) And so like you need someone who's been like, yeah,
2: shit's tough out there. Yeah. Um, They they don't really do that with him. No. Well, I mean, admittedly, I didn't watch the episodes that came right after that episode. I, I, I skipped to the one that you guys told me to watch. Which is a smart decision. <laughs> yeah. I don't yeah, think yeah.
0: watching more episodes of Bob Patterson would have been a net positive on Did that. you guys watch any of the other ones? No. 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 <laughs> no, we watched one other episode and Yeah. I look I don't Wait, did anything else happen in that one? Uh the guy comes and builds a bed of nails. Oh, oh. yeah,
1: that's a whole thing. He's doing the speed. Oh, Brian George is in it. Brian George? Of Seinfeld fame.
0: Oh, the um You're the a very bad guy? man. Jerry uh. yeah, Seinfeld. Yeah. yeah.
1: Also in uh fucking Nightman.
0: You're right, he is a Nightman. Yeah,
1: Brian huh. George,
0: he's been in a million things.
1: But yeah, yeah this, I'm sure this was like uh, one of those ones where he's like, easy.
2: Yeah. It's funny that they needed an Indian guy to build the bed of nails.
0: By the way, when the Indian guy- <laughs> yeah. Shit. When the, <laughs> when the Indian guy shows up, if you want to make that black person joke work, he's supposed to be like, Indian people hate me too. <laughs> right. Like make it everybody hates him? Everybody hates him. Why is he a successful motivational speaker? Yeah.
1: Well, because everybody uh, yeah. likes them from afar. That's yeah. the thing. It's like uh, a lot of celebrities are likable until you meet them. You know what I mean? That kind of like...
0: Yeah, like it should be a, a a rule of three at some point where like some other group comes and he's like, oh, they hate me. And then by the time he gets to the third group, it's ridiculous that that group hates him. Yeah. Oh, nuns, they hate me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. If he just
2: had...
1: Yeah, if he had a group... If it wasn't just black people...
2: Yeah. I also... I expected when... um What's his name? Brian George. Brian George, when he came in... That there would be like a studio studio audience, like woo, you know? <laughs> like seeing a, a familiar face.
1: I don't think there was a. I can't imagine it was a studio audience. Like I feel like it was canned laughter. Ah, uh,
0: okay.
2: That soon Fun after nine eleven. <laughs> well, when did they film? <laughs> no, I'm sure they. No, it, before. it must have been before. Yeah.
0: What if they were filming on September eleventh, and that was just a studio audience trying their best?
2: <laughs>
1: ah. No, I've heard a studio audience trying their best. It's called Regis and uh, Regis and Kelly live yeah. September uh, 11, 2001. Oh wow. And Regis is, is crushing. He honestly Regis gets to laugh three minutes into 9/ 11 and it's one of the wildest things I've ever seen. Oh, I've never seen that. Uh, it's on YouTube. You uh, can watch it. I've watched it probably like 15 times now because there's also a moment where Regis uh, he was pretty sure it was a terrorist attack because the first plane hit in be- before they went on. but in uh, between okay. them going on the second plane or as they're on air, the second uh-huh. plane hits. Uh, and Regis goes you can see on his face He smiles he's like that is just a tragedy uh, Cause he's like I knew it uh, I told
0: you Fox. this was terrorism Do you know what a wow. similar reaction Who uh, a, a TV executive that didn't believe In Bob Patterson <laughs> <laughs> as, the, as the ratings I Came in he's was like fair. I knew it
2: <laughs> That's funny
1: Do you think uh, these guys the Michael Richard show are watching? Like, do you think watching Ellie brags about getting a second season Probably
2: wasn't there one another one with Julia Louis Dreyfus, like the New Adventures of-, of Old Christine? Yeah, that was that one did though. okay, like oh, five okay. seasons or something. Oh, gotcha. That's yeah, the one I remember. And V. Yeah, why would you remember this? <laughs> I actually remembered it from the interview. Uh, you
1: remembered the you remembered him defending Bob Patterson. Yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> uh, what great interview.
1: What is funny is because uh, he has uh, two. He had two shows. I think the other one was called like Sit Down Shut Up or something like that. And that one he won't defend. That Mm. one he's like, I can't defend that one. Oh, also, there's a really. I watched that interview. There's a really funny moment where he he's like, you know, so many things went wrong. The critics couldn't love us for to oh, save yeah. our lives. Also,
2: nine eleven. Like <laughs> oh, he just yeah, had yeah,
0: yeah. full on a line from Arrested Development. <laughs> yeah yeah
2: no he he's, he's talking about things that were weird because yeah. he goes he goes uh, we couldn't buy oh. a good review weird nine eleven weird, 9/11, weird. weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah
1: he, but it's like a list of like five things and nine eleven is just in the laundry list yeah of, Ugh, can you believe it
2: <laughs> yeah they must have added to the pile yeah um uh, yeah that was a really good interview also didn't they get fucked by the uh showrunner they they, oh yeah yeah they had a showrunner assigned to them and he said he was gonna be very hands-off and he was like you know you guys do your thing i'll just relay it to the execs and then uh they filmed it and then he like shit on them to a uh a trade magazine. So, yeah to so
1: the trade magazine and left la- and left the production and yeah. that's how they found out he left the production
2: yeah it was like these guys don't know what they're doing um god helped them or something and then they left and they were like oh that guy was shitty but he wasn't wrong he wasn't he wrong, wasn't wrong <laughs> apparently
1: yeah uh but i guess that's also the kind of thing like where if you get it set up that like hey by the way this is not gonna be good yeah and then it's okay yeah. There's not much you can
2: say from that, I think, is really the issue. Uh, oh, wait, can we talk about how the episode ends? Oh, yeah, we have to. Yeah, where she's uh, in the hospital after. Oh,
1: yeah, he he gets off stage from the bed and nail. He does the speech at the end of the bed and nails. He starts walking off and he's doing
2: that, like, stilted walk. Yeah. He's like, call the hospital. Because <laughs> he's got a bunch of nail holes in his back. Because he didn't do it right. Well, but there's one of those things where you're looking at the bed of nails and it's like, there's a million nails in there. So he's obviously not getting hurt. And then he gets off stage and there's like eight nail holes in his back as if he were laying on a bed with only eight. Well, it's but like nails, beds in of it.
0: nails are very safe. I went to a yeah. children's museum where you could just lay on one when I was a kid. Yeah. 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 Fine.
2: yeah. But well, it's, it's in they're in rows. He got, he has like stripes down. He has like pinstripes down his back. Yeah. You know what that reminded me of, or not the pinstripes, but weirdly related. Um, him getting off stage with only eight holes. You remember the Mentos commercial where the guy uh, is like, he sits on a a bench that is just painted white in his suit. And uh, he's like, oh no, I ruined my suit. And then he has a Mentos and he rolls around in it and he comes out with a perfect pinstripe suit. That's basically what that looks like. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. It was just, it was that level of cartoonish too, where it's like, yeah. Also,
1: I feel like yeah. Do people not know? Even in the two thousands, I feel people knew that bed of nails weren't yeah.
0: dangerous.
2: Yeah, that was kind of a crazy. Yeah. Uh,
0: what kind of creative dry spell are you in when you're writing <laughs> bed of nails jokes? Yeah. But uh, wait. So he,
2: so he goes to the hospital. Yeah. Um. And he's in the hospital with pinstripe bandages on, uh, face down. And Robert Klein is there. And uh. And what Bob asks him to scratch his ass. Uh, with the little, with the thing that it holds the card in a bouquet of flowers, you know the little plastic yeah, 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 that- thing, <laughs> and uh, so he takes it and he's like scratching his ass. The podcast listeners can't see me, but I'm he's he's really vigorous. giving it to him. He's really giving it to him, and then the hot water lady comes in and sees just the back of Robert Klein, like just pumping his fist into it i didn't even realize yeah it, it looks like he's just fisting him i didn't realize that and, <laughs> and this it's 9 eleven's fault no one
0: liked this show <laughs> as they do fisting jokes at eight thirty on nbc yeah. <laughs>
2: uh, and yeah he's like moaning he's like oh yeah that's it
0: deeper oh deeper.
2: i didn't even how did i not put together as a fistic joke well it, it may not have been a fi- it could have been you could was. have been fingering him it, it was. was there's no
0: may not have been it was a full-on in prime time they yeah. aired commercials for insurance directly <laughs> after that yeah
1: prolapsed asshole get our health insurance yeah. um that was yeah that was how it ended yep uh and then he uh so yeah that's how it adds so the next episode awards bob awards bob which was
0: kind of arbitrarily yeah i, I mm. looked and i was like I, I didn't want to do the one about the bathrooms to be clear only they've only bothered to rate the pilot on imdb no other episodes have any ratings so we just got to pick one yeah. and I, I figured an award show is fine it's got william
1: shatner yeah actively trying to act that i mean I he's he an actor well
2: yeah sort of i i enjoyed his uh... he's
1: not like a great actor though he
2: always just kind of plays himself yeah okay, he's a better singer you're right yeah <laughs> um he uh oh he's so he's signing books and he's kissing everyone like yes. he kisses the
0: first lady like i'm so glad our paths crossed which doesn't come back it like c- they set up some yeah. things and don't pay them all right 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 like he should he, sh- he should do that at
1: the end
2: at the end for sure like he should
1: be kissing jason alexander at the end of
2: the
0: episode. yes yeah right for
1: sure.
2: but he already he kissed him uh he kissed jason alexander at the beginning like they already did that maybe they already thought they well we already shot our wad with him kissing jason alexander i I, I
1: feel like yeah if he just kisses the first two like the the because it's setting up a good three structured joke of it's a person who the context matters for or yeah then a person where he's doing the same action without the same context yeah and then a completely different context where he does the
2: same action right yeah they should have called it back somehow i like how the second one was like a a fat Korean lady that doesn't speak English remember?
1: Oh, no, yeah. that woman, that woman's uh she's in a bunch of stuff. I recognize her. Oh, really? so she she has her own stand-up comedy special. What? I'm not kidding. Uh I've not seen it, but Amy Hill. Yeah. Oh. Amy Hill's been in a lot of stuff. She plays the mom in crazy ex-girlfriend. Oh, yeah. yeah. 100 she's credits over 180 credits and stuff. Yeah,
2: 192. She's been in shit all the time. She doesn't stop. I just like that that was like that was there like oh he'll kiss anybody yeah <laughs> oh like, yeah like oh she's korean gross um i think it was that yeah she was like a you know,
1: it's cuz she's well, she's also like she's there for her boss oh that's right she's in a brace right. for no yeah, reason yeah yeah she's in
0: a neck brace <laughs> yeah so it's like yeah.
1: he'll kiss he kisses everybody that's yeah. the thing
0: yeah um so that's why that's why it felt like they were setting it up for like right 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 they should have yeah like when he gets the award at the end he should kiss the the injured dwarf yeah, and then her, uh, him further. Oh, and yeah, maim him. Yeah, yeah. that would have been great because that guy's already been through the ringer this whole episode. Yeah,
2: um, when he uh, loses the gum in Jason Alexander's mouth, when he he kisses him, and then Jason Alexander pulls out his gum. Yeah, like they've just been French kissing or something.
1: Yeah, that's a classic joke. Yeah. Um. Well, so then they're like, "Okay, we're gonna win this award." Or Bob's oh, right. spying on William Shatner at this event. Classic. Knock over
2: some books. The book tower was uh, very hastily arranged. Wait, the uh,
0: there is a joke you guys missed out. Oh, because right. oh, he please. keeps putting his book in front of uh, William Shannon's books. Yeah, and his ex-wife is like, you, "Whatever you're doing, it's crazy." And then Jason Alexander goes, "Oh, Ernest Hemingway did this for years to I Hayes, can't remember the name, Hayes Featherstoner, something like that." Yeah, and then she's like, "I have never heard of that guy." And yeah. Jason Alexander goes, "Exactly." And then, about a minute later, the credit for the writer of the episode comes up, and it's the name of the guy from that joke. Yeah, yeah. Really? Yeah. Put his name into the joke. Oh. Pretty self-centered, if you ask me. Yeah. It's
2: because it was funny. It was like Hayes... Yeah, something. Hayes Jackson.
0: Yeah. I suppose it could have been... They put in a fake name for that. Yeah. Like, maybe that wasn't the actual writer of the episode, but I don't know. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, that was funny. I just think, like...
2: when uh, he knocks over the books, it's supposed to be this like slapstick, you know, oh, all these books fell, but they were like four books stacked yeah. on top of each other. Yeah. It was like they had no time to make a book tower.
1: I feel like Alexander, he's like, he's a lot of energy, but I don't really classify him as like slapstick most of the time. This is a better role for Michael Richards. <laughs> uh. <laughs> yeah, honestly... As a motivational speaker who yeah. can't like it's a lot of big movements, it's a lot of yelling, it's a lot of crazy. Cause yeah. a really good motivational speaker, a lot of times, if you actually break down what they're saying, it's nonsense. But they're saying it so passionately, it's so like build wise like they build so heavily. Yeah. And people go, Oh yeah. This yeah, is turned into the Kool-Aid <laughs> Oh, they break through every barrier that's been put in front of them. The uh-huh. Kool-Aid
0: man is in many respects a motivational speaker. Yeah. He achieves his goals, he doesn't let anything stand in his <laughs> way. He's full of positive affirmations. Yeah.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh
0: yeah. Uh so uh
1: he's like, That's it. We're teaching Shatner who's boss. We're gonna win he this award. He kissed me. I took out gum from his mouth. Yeah. We're gonna win this award. The Modis. The,
2: yeah, M O T I E for motivational speaking awards and uh i
1: think it's for the best moat diggers probably
2: hey,
1: not that would have been a fun joke to have they're just a guys for the moties, be like just a bunch of scottish guys being like we thought this was for our castle
0: yeah that would require jokes in the show
1: <laughs> there I, are jokes there are jokes yeah, yeah. i like the, the watching the woman in the wheelchair try to grab a
2: glass yeah And <laughs> she fake stance yeah i don't think she's disabled let's throw a, a mug at her um, I was going to say the award that they're, you know, competing for so ruthlessly is like uh, for an awards show that's like attended by 12 people yeah. at the end. Like, yeah. It's in like a conference room with, you know, 12 extras. And uh, I mean, I know I it's obviously budgetary constraints. It's just funny that all, there's like big people on the thing with them, like Deepak Chopra. Oh, yeah. Is one of the people tim they, robbins
1: they listed like other famous motivational speakers that are yeah. going to come to this 12 person yeah.
2: like office yeah. space as if they were in the room too um <laughs> but that's late that's at the end um, <laughs> that's spoiler spoiler alert um yeah what else happens in there so one? he's uh you were Robert...
0: kind of talking like the show about it, like like you're a disappointed parent towards <laughs> this show
2: yeah i i feel like i don't know not that i had high hopes uh i'm not disappointed i knew it was going to be bad obviously but uh i'm i'm also i'm like sort of hesitant to criticize it cuz sometimes i would like see a joke and i'd be like oh i can see myself writing that joke and being proud of it on the page you know and then 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 oh this is how it would look okay never mind
1: <laughs> totally I, like and that's the thing is we're not like most of these writers are probably very good writers like there's yeah. not that's not the issue it's that issue of like they're pro- they're putting together a show right after night 11 that's yeah. like a that is uh, It's kind of trying to re- When everybody's like Just do Seinfeld again Yeah But not actually doing anything They just took all the people From Seinfeld And tried to make them stars Yeah Instead of making Another ensemble show mm. Which is what Made Seinfeld
2: so good Like yeah. Jerry Seinfeld Isn't the star of Seinfeld Yeah It's uh, George
0: <laughs> um,
2: But also Seinfeld Wasn't good in the pilot I didn't think I mean did you No guys- it wasn't a great it, it At least he it was doesn't weird. Assault any disabled people
1: That's true Speaking of which, so second episode, oh, uh yeah. so uh Robert Klein's like, Hey, listen, we tried the high road, let's go low road. Mm. Let's bribe the judges. There's two key judges. and we can bribe either one of them, yeah, we'll make we'll we'll win.
0: Yeah. So they invite they go he and goes to the way the judges are explained to him by a character that's not in the pilot. I don't know who this guy is. Oh, the um intern or whatever? The like he's like a 1950s greaser essentially oh yeah. yeah that guy he's just in this working at his office oh
2: that i did i did enjoy that joke when he's like he, he the, so the first he's got headshots of them and he puts them up on a corkboard he's like this guy you know his son loves baseball so that's how we're going to get him and then uh and then this woman, like she like word is she's a sex maniac. And if you give her what she wants, you'll get what you need. And then you can see Bob's face, you know, like, Oh, I might have to fuck a lady. And then he puts the picture up and it's like an old C year old woman. It's yeah, it's like an eighty year old
0: woman um that was kind of that was
2: kind of a funny gag
0: i knew when they put it up it was going to be someone undesirable and in my mind it was going to be a picture of jason alexander in a wig <laughs> that would have been <laughs> yeah. that would have been much better yeah that's so funny yeah. that's also bad it would
1: not have worked at all just like the idea of like him then trying to seduce himself in a wig
0: or <laughs> no it guy? just that would there wouldn't be a scene of him trying oh. to seduce
2: himself <laughs> Well, they could, you know, there's, they got special effects. Like Martin Landau the fucking, and... <laughs> the, the Jason Alexander just making like high pitched noises with a wig. Yeah. Uh, um, but wait, can we talk about the, uh, okay. oh, I mean, so we're jumping ahead here. Yeah, that's fine. No, it's, so, it's fine to talk about, like, I just
1: want to jump in between episodes because oh, gotcha, okay. then
2: it's hard for people to follow. Right. Not with, that this is for that. Yeah. The Within the episode. So, you know, spoiler alert, it doesn't work out with the first judge. So they have to, he has to try to seduce this old woman. And, uh, she is on it turns out she's unattracted to him uh, but she's attracted to robert klein and so he gets like pulled into the room to have sex with her and he's like oh oh no you know um and he, he does it and secures the award but i feel like it's like at a certain point you're like wait robert klein isn't a young man he's not that much uh younger than this woman who's supposed yeah. to be eighty but probably isn't is probably like seventy. It's he's probably sixty years old and she's seventy years old and he's like, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, like he should be more fine with it. But I I mean, just talk to a lot of men in their sixties. They're not trying to fuck seventy year olds. Right. But it I mean it, it didn't feel like that's what they were trying to say. It was it felt like Robert Klein's character should have been a much younger uh, man, they could have had the greaser do it. They could have had the greaser. Oh, and he wanted to. That I think that was kind of the joke. Yeah, he was like, "Ooh, lucky guy." Or he Tick. said he said something to that effect. Yeah, like, ooh, yeah. I like to get in those granny panties. Yeah, I think that was it. Um, but yeah, I just thought that was weird that Robert Klein is is just like I really took one for the team there, <laughs> having sex with a woman ten with, years with, my senior. Uh, ten years my senior. Um, but uh, yeah, what happens with the first judge?
1: Oh, so they go to they go to dinner right? No, they or go to baseball a baseball game. game. I thought it was dinner first, but anyway, they go to the yeah. baseball game. Yeah. And then the kid's like a brat. Yeah. Because he's like, an he's... Well, he goes
0: with uh, his uh, son. Jason Alexander goes with his son. Okay, yeah. Who's larger than him. There's Tall, a weird right? thing. Well, so the judge's son is a dwarf. Yes. Mm-hmm. And Jason Alexander convinces his son to come to the game with him because his son wants to bully a dwarf. Yep. But then there's a really weird shot because the sun is like, when's this dwarf getting here? And Jason Alexander is like, soon. But when Jason Alexander says that, he's sitting in a chair that's three times his size. Uh, and he looks like a small man. Uh, that's funny. <laughs> yeah. And then the dwarf shows up and he goes, uh,
2: hey, you said this guy would be fat, but I can't see how fat he is because of how uh, bright
0: his big bald head is yeah chrome dome chrome dome all the light coming off this chrome dome and then jason alexander's son loves that guy i mean yeah he, yeah and that uh the guy that plays the judge's son he was in another show we watched yeah yeah he was huh. in uh are you there chelsea yeah are you there chelsea huh. playing uh, the playing the little or the chelsea's
1: little person for X oh wow in fairness he can kind of only play little people Right but like Chelsea like has She has like a sidekick who is a Actual little person like yeah. Who I think recently passed away Anyway hmm. uh, So that's why he was in the Are You There Chelsea Show and then this one it's just played For isn't it funny Jason Alexander
0: Beating up a disabled person well he knocks yeah. Him uh, over a Rail on like the upper deck of a Baseball stadium yeah, yeah. he catches A foul ball over the oh, dwarf's my. head
2: a what a home-, a home run over the dr- over the guy's head, and then in, while turning around to gloat to the fans, he bumps him off. And also, I notice now, like when parents uh witness their children dying or falling off things, like in uh, wacky comedies like this, and they're just like, <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> you know, they just, <laughs> oh no, yeah, they're like, oh no, what have you done? It uh, yeah, it always hits me, not like crying, yeah, and- not like. <gasps> <laughs> or like yeah. sprinting down there Josh So, it's someone with a kid Yeah <laughs> right so I, I have a four year old I don't know if I would uh, Just like slowly turn for dramatic effect Like
1: huh <laughs>
2: Well what if it was Jason Alexander you were with <laughs> Oh yeah maybe I would yeah
1: You'd be like this is the most surreal day of my life yeah. <laughs> Jason Alexander has
2: killed my kid Yeah,
0: You'd be like wait minute, didn't you do this in Bob Patterson <laughs> <laughs> This is so you
2: crazy You saw it I'll <laughs> give you any money you want <laughs> Um, Before that uh when they're just sitting there watching the game and the um the judge's son says to Bob's son like hey watch this and like takes a mustard thing and like goes like all over
0: his shirt yeah, yeah.
2: that's like a prank like watch this i'm gonna spill mustard on this guy <laughs> watch this i'm just gonna actively squirt mustard on yeah. this no <laughs> there's a, no
0: he had a full bottle of mustard with him. <laughs> yeah he sneaked a bottle of <laughs> mustard into the stadium
2: <laughs> right yeah you don't just get one from the stand oh no. This, um, this is back in early, before, this is pre night 11 when they would just give you a
1: full mustard yeah. bottle. Yeah.
0: You can get the packets, but you can't get a whole bottle. Yeah. They oh. probably just
1: took it from the stands. Like no, they from, had packets. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, they just squirt mustard on him. He doesn't do shit and then he knocks him off the fucking baseball yeah.
2: stands. So he's in the hospital. And then so Bob goes to try to suck up to him or, or to, to make Apologize, up for Apologize. Yeah. And William Shiner's already there uh, feeding him in the hospital. Sort of doing the same thing, and uh, then his dad comes back with. Uh, do you remember what he what he has? No, what oh, his gift has. for his his uh, son with a broken body. Oh, his almost adult son. He's got a giant yellow teddy bear from yes, like yeah. the hospital
0: gift shop. <laughs> well, his, <laughs> I, his son is an adult. He's the first dwarf to climb Mount Everest.
2: Yeah, he's his son is a full grown adult. So, like, okay, your adult son is uh, uh, bedridden in a hospital. What would cheer him up? A giant teddy bear that's bigger yeah. than him. I just think that's really funny. I don't think they meant it to be funny.
1: Yeah, anything, anything. Well, they did for different reasons. Like, as like a giant teddy bear is funny. Like, yeah, like as it's huge. But like, yeah, if your son's over the age of twelve, he's probably not interested
0: in, in a <laughs> giant teddy bear. Yeah. But then Jason Alexander shows up. Yep. Tries to give him the baseball. Mm, right. And, and ends up got... hitting him in the face with it.
2: Yeah. It was sort of weirdly like a soft throw. Like it wasn't like
0: it wasn't like here you go, bam! It was like poop,
2: and then like uh.
0: any throw towards someone that has broken every bone in their body, though, is a hard <laughs> yeah, throw. Yeah, that's true. There's not a lot of light throws happening. <laughs> yeah. So he's broken every bone in his body, and his mouth is wired shut. Mm, yeah. But the next day, when they present the award, he's feeling good enough to present the award. That's true. He's like, yeah, he's walking. His jaw's no longer wired shut. He is People still un- funny
2: though.
1: People could understand him through the wired shut jaw. Yeah, the, the Kanye West of
2: this show. Yeah, wait, it's the next day the award show.
1: Yeah. No, well so no, no, they they well then he sleeps then Robert Klein sleeps with a woman because he's like, I failed.
2: Oh yeah. Oh, I did when uh she's so she's like waiting in his office to fuck him, I guess. And she comes out and she's like, It's awfully cold in there with no underwear <laughs> <laughs> And you can see they I think uh Jason Alexander almost breaks there. Do you remember when she Like said- emotionally? No. No, no, no. He's start, he starts laughing and he's you can tell he's trying to pass it off like he's grossed out. Oh. But he's like turning to Robert Klein and being like I haven't I don't remember that. Yeah. That's oh, good for good for Jason holding it together. What a pro. Yeah. yeah. Isn't that old lady like a famous old lady? I didn't I, didn't I recognize her, her from can you are right, look, thing? I'll
1: find out. <laughs>
2: Um, oh no that's oh that's honest Bob thank you you don't have to tell me which episode's <laughs> which d-
1: actually if you could not look at the screen that would be great because I <laughs> okay. notice it's distracting for yeah, people it is. but I'm trying to do
2: this as casually as possible we don't have a producer to hire I this. see yeah yeah <laughs> so I have to also do the you guys should have a, a fake um, producer or like an intern that you call like hey Jimmy Like. oh yeah, yeah. he's right over there yeah everybody say hi Jim- to Jimmy hey Jimmy <laughs> can you pull this up yeah that she's Uh, like, uh Francis Bay was she um Adam Sandler's grandma in like uh Happy Gilmore? Happy yeah, she's the grandma
0: in Happy Gilmore. Yeah. Any yeah. relation to Michael? Michael <laughs> Bay? Bay? Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: Maybe.
1: Doesn't say. Oh, she debuted in at 59. Hmm. Huh. So yeah, she died at 92 like uh Yeah, she's uh she's David Lynchcaster. In what? Blue Velvet. Oh, oh wow. Yeah, she she's Blue Kyle MacLachlan's uh aunt. Oh, okay. Huh. Yeah, she was around. She did 180 things. Uh, wow, she died in 2011. Had stuff coming out. Oh no, it's Twin Peaks: The Missing Pieces and the Lost Footage. Okay, hm. but yeah, she was in Twin Peaks. Yeah, that lady killing it. And now is dead. She can't be in the sequel
0: of it, for when they reboot Bob Patterson or Twin Peaks. Oh yeah, good point.
1: <laughs> uh, I doesn't see. Oh, it doesn't look. Oh, she's in one episode of Bob Patterson. It does not look like she was in Twin Peaks.
2: Yeah. So the Oh right. Yeah, he fucks the old lady uh ward show comes out. He s- makes a joke about Bob Patterson. Oh, yeah. it was easy for me to you know you know why it was so easy for me to climb Mount Everest? Because I was being chased by Bob Patterson. And I'm like,
0: who's this guy's writers? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: wow. Um so he yeah he he does a bunch of jokes on him and stuff, and it's like, "I hate this guy. anyway, here's the awards for best motivational speaker,
2: and then he reads out everybody's name, and it is like only four nominees, generally five is the standard. was it only four only four, huh? They couldn't think of another famous motivational speaker.
1: make
0: one up. Gandhi yeah. had
2: died
1: already, yeah. <laughs> they were like, we can't,
2: yeah, uh
1: so yeah they they really read it. it's Bob's expecting him because he's rigged it, and it's not him, it's wave Chatner. So Jason Alexander goes up on stage and then just
0: starts fucking with him. No, he he's convinced that Yeah, he's lying. The guy, yeah, read the wrong name intentionally because he's mad. Yeah, he he wrestles him off stage. Does he throw
1: him off
2: stage? Yeah, I yeah. think he throws him into a table and then he reads the thing and he he was wrong and now he's humiliated. And um does it just end?
0: No, we find out that the reason he lost was because they slept with the wrong woman oh yeah. it's her granddaughter it was her granddaughter it was and hot. then they cut to a shot of her hot granddaughter with chatter with his arm around her mm, yep and then wait is it
2: if i remember correctly they just kind of cut the episode like like the way the episode ends is like it's just that and then you can say some character like opens their mouth and then the yeah it just like cuts as it if it's a freeze yeah yeah as if who who's ever like recording this to put it on youtube is like that's enough yeah, yeah. they got
0: it <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah maybe that redeems the whole thing whatever they cut out <laughs> yeah and uh, i think we got it i think we got yeah. most of bob patterson <laughs> as a concept and yeah. i have to say i think the other episode is a uh, weaker output than the pilot yeah a weaker, i think yeah. the pilot's stronger yeah. Yeah. for sure uh yeah, I, so. I don't think
1: either are particularly strong but no. also, I I feel like that's a show though, because here's the thing: uh, we don't know about uh, you guys didn't know about the show. Uh, Bob Patterson, uh, Jason Alexander uses a character that's basically Bob Patterson for live shows now, as a bit. People go see Jason Alexander live? Well, like for like like events and stuff. Yeah, Jason Alexander gets hired to go out mm, and be because people are excited is to that see him. Current though, is that yeah? Or he it, just uh, used to. Uh, Donnie Clay, America's number four self help guru. Hmm. So Donnie Clay, by the way, uh, it's, it's, a it gets, the thing is, Bob Patterson is a, an idea is not a bad idea. Self-help guru can't do, yeah. do it. Yeah. yeah. He's always downtrodden funny. There's still a lot there, but it's just one of those things where it needed a second season or any time slot or anything to like make it like a thing where people could actually watch it mm. as opposed to this weird like thing where it's like it happened for
0: a month. Yeah. Well, what a month it was though. Yeah, was it? October <laughs> 20, uh, 2001? It was yeah. actually a pretty impressive yeah. month. Uh, yeah, he was doing it as of 2015. I will say, though, the fact that it aired in October means that it is possible that at least one kid dresses Bob Patterson for Halloween. <laughs> one very weird, lonely kid <laughs> yeah. with their mom and dad said, what do you want to be for Halloween? Bob, said, Bob Patterson. Patterson! Wow. <laughs> yeah, you can you can book
1: Jason Alexander as Donnie Clay.
0: Do you know what I was for Halloween in 2001? What? I was um, McCovey Cove, the body of water outside the San Francisco Giants stadium that baseballs get hit into. Because that was the season Barry Bonds hit 73 home runs. (laughs) And my poor mom struggled for a while to try to figure out how to make me a body of water. How did... uh... She ended up getting a a blue sweatshirt and sewed toy boats to it. Because All the boats were there trying to catch the baseballs. Uh, And then I got a big baseball mask like I was a baseball flying into the... wow. Flying into the cove, yeah. That's pretty good. It's it's weirder than being Bob Patterson. Yeah. Around the time, I was on electric bill one year. <laughs> <laughs> An electric bill? Yeah, like a funny electric bill. Okay, finding out that the costumes you and I had, Subkid was definitely Bob Patterson. It's
1: <laughs> because <laughs> it's a big poster board. It's like, you owe me electric or something. Like, uh, Yeah, I won I won uh, Best Costume
0: at Kahunaville. Oh. Yeah. And they were known for being very particular about the costumes they chose oh i was a child i was yeah. like i was a, also with the, i or i do I, no, I want funniest costumes. i think we should probably give some context for non-delaware listeners about oh Goonaville. Goonaville? it was a weird it, it, it what is it it's like it a Dave and big, busters yeah but hawaiian themed and it had a giant fake volcano out front yeah mm. it's now gone wow it's been it's lost to the wreckage yeah uh okay what would you change about the show what would you improve uh, What I would change about the show is Explain to Jason Alexander that he already had enough money He didn't <laughs> need to do this Uh, Maybe Bide your time, wait for a better project I get that you like the concept But the the execution is not there And you're not the right guy for the role mm. I feel like a ha- He could be a hapless motivational speaker I think he's the right guy for this kind of role I think Michael Richards would have done it better And that's why I'm recommending the Michael Richards show <laughs> 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 No uh, Oh god, yeah God, what would I recommend otherwise? Uh,
2: Another McDonald's commercial?
0: Yeah. Yeah, I think just go check yeah. out other... Check out McDonald's commercial. No, check out um that, Live at the Pro- Improv from the early 90s, yeah, oh, which God. was a stand-up showcase show. Um, And you know, you can see a lot of really good comics early on in their career, but you can also see Jason Alexander trying his hand at stand-up and doing a lot of rape jokes. Huh. His set is not good. Yeah, You, it's can, a, you can see some good sets in that. It's a lot about Pretty Woman. Yeah.
2: But not in the right way. Um, oh wait, have you heard? Uh, do you know Dana, uh, Dana Gould? Yeah, not I love personally, Dana Gold. But Yeah, yeah, yeah. i his clips on uh, Instagram are so funny. The um, the one where he's he asks the audience like, "What's your favorite horror movie?" And he goes, "Mine's Pretty Woman." Oh, you thought I said horror movie? <laughs> 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 I like that uh, a lot. Yeah, I love that guy. Uh, so, what, how would you improve the show? And what do would you recommend? Um... I, uh, yeah, I feel like the concept is good and I feel like he could, he could have done it. Um, I would maybe like not put Robert Klein in the role of his manager. I felt like he was kind of like weird and angry and old and like overpowering. I mean, I'm, I've heard he's like an amazing stand up. No, Robert Klein's no like a very funny comic. Right. Yeah. No, no disrespect. It was just a weird combo with like, uh, cause Jason Alexander is already kind of high energy and like frenetic. And, and then he you know robert klein is like yelling if they i don't know maybe picked like sort of more of a goober
0: like a more mellow guy like a mellow yeah weirdo. like a jerry seinfeld <laughs> yeah and yeah, then maybe it was like actually if you played by julie louis dreyfus yeah there
2: you go <laughs> um but uh yeah, honestly you say
1: that like and literally if michael richards hadn't said the n-word as much as he had there would have been a seinfeld like reunion thing
2: there kind of was on the curb. Curb. curb yeah yeah
1: um but i meant there would have been like there might have just been another show where they're all in it <laughs> yeah
2: um wait do, uh, do i you, also say what you recommend, you recommend a show just any oh show. yeah well while we were talking about this i was uh remembering that uh documentary about the dana carvey show do mm-hmm. you know what i'm talking about too too funny to fail yeah where they go over like you know this doomed uh, another canceled in the first season didn't even get to make the whole thing show the dana carvey show mm-hmm. which you know similar was also like a, a breakout star yeah like dana carvey was huge from snl it, yeah. from snl and uh, it was supposed to do well and uh, in every way it it didn't and um
1: but was it funny i thought it was like a, still a good show yeah yeah
2: um yeah well the the nice thing about that documentary they have like people on there who remembered it from the time that loved it like um bill Hader apparently and hearing him talk about how funny it was is really heartwarming yeah, we're not really getting a lot of Bill Hader on the legacy of Bob Patterson. <laughs> yeah, not. <laughs> yeah, I don't think you could make that about Bob Patterson. Well, um, <laughs> we know
0: he was Bob Patterson for Halloween. Who knows? Yeah, I, yeah if anybody, <laughs>
2: Bill Hader would have done it. I don't um, want everybody to talk to me. I just wanted to be right here. Yeah, but if you want to watch I'll be a, a bald uh,
1: salesman motivate people,
2: <laughs> yeah, if you want to watch people from the show like take apart uh, a show that they loved and why it wasn't funny, I think that's a good one. Too funny to fail.
1: Oh, that's a great choice. Uh, yeah. Honestly, uh, I give this show a second season to figure it out because hmm. I think I think we're just watching. I think the bones are good. I think the bones are good, and like, you just literally needed more time to like get like Jace Alexander from being like as because him as a lead is a very different animal. Hmm. Like he is, he's like a weird character actor guy. So if you want him as the lead, you either have to make him so unhinged, I think, or like they have to, they, the balance wasn't right yet. It Hmm. was, they were trying to make him more normal while everything's chaotic around him. Hmm. And I think he's a, he's the third best motivational speaker. He would be an insane person. Yeah. Like those aren't, those aren't people who like not even have it all together, but those are like truly insane people. Their whole thing is in belief and inspiring millions of people who can't do the thing that they think they need to do mm. that they could possibly do it if they just tried a little harder. Yeah. And that's an insane person job. Uh, anyway, I'd recommend The Larry Sanders Show. Oh, good. Uh, yeah. Because yeah. that's a great version of uh, that's it, honestly, it feels similar like they don't it's not obviously it's not the same but it is that same it like this show feels behind the scenes hmm. uh very much so and like it's like oh that's like you have a neurotic host with like it, you have a more low-key that's actually what made me think of it is like mm-hmm. oh yeah like jeffrey tambor in that role is so uh low-key comparatively huh because he he can just play undercutting and stuff and like ripped although i guess they split up the role like He's doing, Robert Klein kind of doing Rip Torn and Jeffrey Tambor in the Larry Sanders show. Oh, interesting. Yeah, he's like the manager, but he's also like the the station manager, too. Oh, okay. Also, yeah, they're side characters. Like, they have the one girl in the wheelchair, but everybody else kind of just doesn't stand out at all. They're just kind of nothing characters.
0: Well, one guy was a greaser. Yeah. Sure, hypothetically. Well, I think it's time to end this podcast prematurely as well. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Damn.